nagging is out and TLC is in. If you want a bigger, better relationship with a slimmer partner, then stop criticizing and start caring. Welcome to the Nutrition Tidbits Podcast. This is Gloria Sang, Editor-in-Chief for HealthCastle.com. Joining me today is nutrition expert Dr. Rovinia Brock, author of Dr. Rose, 10 Secrets to Living Healthy. She's here today to talk about how to help our overweight partner. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Rowe. Well, Gloria, it's a pleasure to be with you. So what are some of the do's and don'ts for bringing up the weight issue with our partner? Well, the first thing is you want to approach this from, you know, the love and uh, from a position of love and care rather than, than um, from a position of blame um, and whether or not a person should take responsibility for his or her own health. We already, that's a given. Um, and you certainly don't want to approach it from a perspective of, uh, from, from the position of vanity uh, because for people who are overweight or who have to grapple with this problem, certainly they know it before you do. <laughs> so <laughs> you, want, you really want to um, just deal with the facts. And th- those are, um, if you carry more weight on your carriage, it is likely highly, in in fact, um, probable that the quality of your life is going to be affected and and negatively affected by this. So um, what do I mean by that? If you carry more weight, for example, around your midsection, around your middle, you increase your risk for heart disease, for type 2 diabetes, for um, hypertension, um, and in some cases, stroke. So the whole point is you want your partner to maintain a healthy weight uh, such that the quality of your life and, and your relationship can be everything you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Now, so how can we gently help our partner develop new eating habits? Well, well, here's something that I, you know, I, I have to grapple with this in my own home, which is the reason why we're having this conversation, <laughs> because it started in my own house with my Speaking husband. from experience, I guess. Yes. The thing is, my husband um, has a sweet tooth. Um, my husband is also insulin resistant. He's one of these people who are insulin resistant. If you're, if you have, if you're um, categorized as insulin resistant, that means that you have these incredible peaks in your blood sugar, which causes your pancreas to produce more insulin, and it's this perpetuating cycle, and most of it ends up on your midsection. And, and you also can be, um, you can have a situation where a person who's insulin resistant can walk past a chocolate chip cookie sitting on a kitchen counter and it'll look as if the whole box just jumped into your body. So how do, point, you, how do you help them adopt new head eating habits then? Can't have, I don't have cookies in my house. Okay, that's the first thing. Let's not get the cookies and sit them on the counter knowing that this is an Achilles heel for him, right? Mm-hmm. Let's not have things around that we know um, encourage your partner um, to practice the kinds of eating habits that you're trying to change. Um, and, and not have it, even though you may not be a person who has a problem with weight, um, you can't just, you, you have to keep bear in mind that there is someone with, and, um, with whom you have a relationship or that you're in a relationship with that does have that problem. And so you've got to consider them even as you make your own food choices and even as you prepare meals um, and even as you're eating out. Mm-hmm. So what strategies do you recommend when we dine out with an overweight partner? Well, um, you know, don't have things brought to the table that you know are going to, you know, though they might be good and smell good and taste good, if they are Achilles heels for them, then let's not order them. Let's order, you know, on the side of the menu where you can cut fat, calories, sugar, 
um, and still have a good time and an enjoyable meal. So um, the other thing is there are choices that you can, you can make, like sharing a meal. If we're, if we're concerned about the number of calories um, a person consumes, because certainly when you overconsume calories, that, that is sure. Um, it is it's certain that it, it can lead to weight gain. So why not share a meal? Why not order appetizers um, rather than two full entrees? Um, why not skip, you know, the the second and the third and the fourth margarita, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, if, if you're going to have um, an alcoholic beverage, one glass of wine is good, and stop it there because, frankly, the second and third is never going to be as good as the first. I actually love that your idea about ordering two appetizers because, you know, all the entrees now served at the restaurant are just humongous. Yeah, and, and we're we're just trained to you know finish it all you know because you know it feels like we're getting better bangs for the buck to finish it all. But I love your idea about appies, you know, ordering two appies instead of two entrees. Exactly, and the other thing, Gloria, is I would say um, it, it's also important to remember that we want to become members of the Lean Plate Club, not the Clean Plate Club. Good idea. You see, uh, because mm-hmm. that just encourages us to overeat and overconsume calories and, and fat often. And so those are the things that really trip you up. So what are, the, some, what are some of the signals to tell us, you know, when to push and when to pull back? I, I think the, the way, the, it's, it's not even when to push, but it's, it's, it's how you push. It's, it's the manner in which you push. And I would say make that a very gentle push. Come from a position of compassion and love and your general, you know, concern and care for the person in which you're, uh, you're, you're in a relationship with. And so, you know, approach it from that perspective and use, you know, phrases like because I love you or because I care about you, I'd like you to do this, not I want you to do this um, because you'd look better because, my God, you're grossing me out. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? That's never helped anyone. Not, you know, don't run out and get the treadmill and have it sitting there waiting <laughs> like you would a dinner plate, you know, assuming that the person's just going to jump right on it because you think they ought to. Mm-hmm. Now, You've got to love all of the person and not just whatever um, their physical, you know, uh, um, attributes are. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's good to remind us what, you know, love and relationship is all about. Now, Dr. Rowe, do you have a website? Yes, my website is everythingrow.com. That's everythingro.com. And be sure to, to sign up for my free Living Healthy newsletter, my electronic newsletter, which we send every month in order to keep you connected to the information, and we'll send you weekly health challenges. Um, so it will say health challenge from Everything Row, and that's to keep you on point. So maybe there's something that you didn't do yesterday that you can do tomorrow and the days that, that will come that will follow to improve uh, your chances for a better quality life and that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Thank you for joining me Dr. Rowe and we'll definitely send our readers and listeners to your website. We've been talking to Dr. Rovinia Brock, author of Dr. Rowe's 10 Secrets to Living Healthy. For more information about this show and Dr. Rowe's book, go to healthcastle.com and click on the podcast button.